Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most five-thumbed podcast network. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joe. I'm George. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, and, and Zoe's waiting for someone to, to get the NBN, and that, that window is like six hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's God. fine. Zoe's, <laughs> no, I don't think so. You can't be fine. You can't, you can't have someone place you in, like, wow, waiting for the NBN is horrible mm. on so many levels, because number one, government fucked us. Number two... The yep. next government came in and were like, oh, we'll give you the NBN, but because the first government fucked you, it's not going to be good. So you're like, okay, so this is going to give me a little bit of an update, but it's not actually going to be good. It's not actually going to be What do you mean by internet. second government? It's all the same government. It's the same government, but they replaced the leader, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because wasn't, oh, only- wasn't, it, wasn't it like someone was like, we're not upgrading it, we're just going to use the copper wires, and then they're like, okay, yeah. we'll bring in the NBN, but... No, it was fucking Abbott. Yeah, old mate Tone was like, who uses the internet? Nobody. Oh we don't need it. All the people are doing playing video games, not for us. So he was just like, yeah, uh, fiber to the uh, uh, node and then yeah. the copper wiring for the rest is, is fine. And then old mate uh, Malk, who yep. should have fucking known better. He did yeah. know better. He was yeah. a dog. That's what He's I meant by second government. Yeah. I just meant coward. the second guy. He's just, they're the same same house. Same um, our, our conservative party, which are called the liberal government because, God, Australia's great. Um, so yeah, Malcolm Turnbull was like, but I guess we have to toe the party line, even though, again, he knew fucking better. Yeah. But no, uh, even when he was communication minister, though, he was promoting the copper thing as well. Right? Mm. So yeah, he, he was. was. All the way, dogging it all the way through. I know. Right? I, I, I used to work coward. with somebody who, uh, was sort of part of that, like, um, third party contracted team that went out and, like, installed all the MBN or whatever. And even they were like... Uh, I think men, yeah, Malcolm Turnbull came to the office to kind of like check in on everybody. Everyone on the team, from like the person who was basically, you know, like right down the bottom to the like the, right at the top, were like, please reconsider. This is bad. <laughs> and the, the Malcolm Turnbull just towed the party line of like, no, 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 we're going fiber to the node and that's it. No, nip, copper wiring is great. So I, I, the way I've had heard it explained is is kind of like going from like a, a ten lanes of traffic into a, a single lane, right? Yeah. Like you've got a single yeah. lane and you're going to fix it by putting a ten lane freeway, but stopping mm. with like the last la- like last mile. So then it's like yeah. Yeah. you're like so the- oh oh you want more cars? 
No, you want more cars. <laughs> no, no, we want faster transport. More cars means faster. Yep. You're gonna and, widen and... the roads? No. No, 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 no. And uh, and then I guess old mate Morrison. I think he's just kept it kept it going. And what really annoys me is like, you know, the the Labor government had a very good plan. Uh, in, in kind of fibre to the premise that would have cost less than what is currently going on. It hasn't recently, like in the last few months, they've gone, yeah, we're going to do fibre to the premise because we fucked it. Mm-hmm. Is that what's happened? I, I don't yeah, know. no, they did. They've agreed they to did? go back to that policy, the first one. Fucking dogs. Ah, so they're going to waste more money by doing the thing that they should have done in the first place. Ten years ago, yeah. Yep. That's good. I love that. I think as someone who uh, would like to know that their taxes are being used to help people. It's good that all that money didn't go towards, you know, education or housing people. And it, No, it, that it, should be privatised, right? That's what we need to do. Yeah. We need to, to pri- privatise it more. I didn't realise this was a bloody communist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what? And I'm sure? for it. <laughs> yes, comrades, finally. I was going to be yes. like, George, you are closer to becoming homeless than you are to becoming a billionaire. Like, you back this. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we the proletariat needs to rise up. I've read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> and he made it all good points. Fuck, you are closer to being homeless than you are to being a millionaire is a great slogan that I haven't heard of like. Oh, it's it's not now. mine, but yeah, read something that's like you're closer to being homeless than you ever will be to becoming a billionaire. So literally like you could you could probably list off a number of bad events in your life just off the top of your head that would make you homeless. That's fair. And like yeah. you probably don't need to think that hard. Yeah. And I- obviously <laughs> you're not gonna plan like you're not gonna plan yeah, for um Mm-hmm, any mm-hmm, of them mm-hmm. to happen and most people aren't going to have that big of a string of bad luck but some people do and it's that, sort of yeah. like but you but you can imagine a could situation could happen to you tomorrow yeah everyone listening you will be able to <laughs> imagine a situation for yourself in which you become homeless mm-hmm. yeah it's it's, it's a lot you, easier to imagine those to... like worst case scenarios and they're not even that worse to that like I guess that 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 domino effect of like yeah, aha, and this effect. is this is how I'm you know sort of going like okay if I if something bad happens here and then I'm like out of work or I have no income or anything mm-hmm. like that okay well then I can at least fall back on some savings but the savings will only last me x many days or months yeah. or whatever it may be and then I'm like okay if nothing happens there well when I can kind of work on blah 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 I'm like yeah okay I can kind of see like a, a logical progression there but on the opposite side okay what li- logically has to happen for me to become a billionaire <laughs> I'm like money fall from sky yeah old billionaire give me money for no reason um, yeah just, marry a billionaire I, marry um, a billionaire I find oil in ground and claim it as mine like Beverly Hillbillies is that the plot of that film slash old TV show I don't remember I don't know. Sounds viable. Uh, but yeah, yeah. If you if you ever and if that's the thing, if you become a millionaire or a billionaire or very yeah. rich, yeah. how nice would it be to be like, wow, all these things happen, and I can think of all the ways I would have become homeless. What about I allow my taxes to go towards making sure no one has to fucking die? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. No, no. <coughs> That doesn't you can, sound right. So you guys have such nice, happy reasons for being uh, for these causes. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's better in every way as well, actually, even without removing the niceness to people, which is obviously important. But literally, the society is better off in general by having a strong social safety net, even yeah. from a capitalist point of view. 100%. It's better. If you want capitalism 100%. to work, give money to poor people. They spend it. Yeah. Like, so just it, give money to poor people if you want cap- capitalism to peak. If, yeah. If you, if yeah. you want – it's it's that thing of if you give $200 to – 
all these different people in different like situations and income, if you get $200 and you're like, oh my God, I can go take my family out or I could go to the movies, I could treat myself, I could buy a nice meal, that immediately goes back into the economy. If mm-hmm. you if you already have money and there's nothing extra you need to spend it on. I guess I'll put it in the bank. I'll save or, it. Uh, yeah. Or I save it or I invest yep. in stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't go back into the economy. Doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, this is kind of again like when um, the, the 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 one of the only countries uh, I think that, that that's pretty good around that that uh, that global financial crisis where a certain uh, uh, labor government of ours was like, let's mm-hmm. give a grant to students and people of like low income or whatever. And I'm pretty sure we did pretty well. Yet the fucking liberal guy. Go- this is going to become like the liberal government bashing podcast, maybe. I don't know. Um, liberal government so. critique podcast. Base. If they yeah. make a good choice, we'll support it. It's, it's a policy critique. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not actually about the government. It's about the policies they pursued. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 If yeah. only the um, you know, like, look, the last election that Australia had, the Liberal Party won. Uh, I, I think. Through everybody's surprise, including the Liberal government's surprise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like, you know, the Labor government had, um, say, a plan for if we had one of the worst <laughs> bushfire seasons uh, in recent memory. It's not like he, they, they, they allocated some, no. some coins. Oh, my God. Mm. Why would you? That would you? and a plan to, to include a lot of a, a, a good fleet to try and. But, you know, we got a guy who went. To 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 Fiji was it? He went to. Fiji. It was Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. He went to Hawaii. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Well, sorry. he wanted to have a holiday with his family. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did, and then he threw his wife under the bus. Did he? That- yeah, he was like, ah, what a lad. I, I would have. <laughs> but the wife, you know, the old ball and chain arranged the holiday, and anyway, I'm gonna have a beer while uh, everyone. Look, ev- look the thing is, <laughs> he's yeah, not managed it well. Um, Everyone deserves rest. Yep. You can't function without rest. I mm-hmm. think I've mentioned before, uh, as a generalization, I think people in the Bible Belt in the US tend to live longer because they have a day of mandated rest every week okay. um, oh. and where they can't do any labor or anything. And it's like mm-hmm. actual proper rest because when people like us in a capitalist society, if we have a day off, I like, oh, I can get things done. And it's not actually a rest day. So I'm very yep. for rest. But you can do it at a different time when people aren't dying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just, mm. I just again, because this happened. Uh, People in, are always dying gas early, right. early this year. So twenty twenty, what a year it's been. Oh, and yeah. I, and 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 look, Australia is not going to go for an election for a while now, um, like maybe a couple of years. So if if you are in in like from the future and you happen to be maybe a liberal supporter listening to this um, for some very odd reason, I just want you to remember what Morrison did. In the early part of 2020, and maybe just watch some of those videos of of him shaking hands or forcing himself to shake hands with certain people. Uh, oh. A great clip that I love is the firefighter just be like, "No, I'm not shaking your hand. No, I don't want to." Yeah, he and went around and did very like, good, essentially like a publicity tour to visit mm. all the bushfire affected communities, and he kept trying to make nice with them, and they were all like, "I don't want to touch you." Yeah, because maybe you've do your done fucking really- job. Uh- <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like he wasn't doing anything. He was literally just visiting them to get a photo with them. Yeah, horrible. yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it, if you listen to, I guess, them and certain other um, things, it was actually the Greens that were responsible. Because, you know, as as someone who wasn't a party that wasn't in power. Yeah. Never been in power. Never been in power. It was um, their fault. 
Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. it was the all the Greens laws against mm. um yeah. bushfire preparation. Mm. Uh, yeah. and yeah. I'm sure you can imagine that a party named the Greens would be against preparing for bushfires, something that mm-hmm. is being caused by global warming. Don't get a start on global warming now. <laughs> that big hoax. <laughs> I'll tell you again, that this is if uh, Morrison survives the, um, to be the leader oh. of the- Oh, and even during COVID, he kept pressuring the Victorian government to open up the schools Blue. again, and our premier oh, yeah. didn't. And you mean dictator Dean? Dictator Dan. Mm. Oh, it's <laughs> it's been so interesting to speak to people from interstate. Like, I've got relatives in Adelaide, and I was speaking mm. to one of them, and they were like, what do you, what do you guys think of Dan over there? And it was like, oh, look, you know, there are some things to critique him for. The man loves to suck a boot. But in terms of COVID response, I think he's doing pretty well. I think I think it's like, oh, like mm. again, there are some really bad things that happened with COVID. And oh, some yeah. things went really fucking wrong. But we're sort of coming to a place, I think we've not had a new case for like a month now. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, when all is said and done, it, it kind of has worked out really well. Again, locking people in towers, he loves to suck a boot, but... That was that was very very bad. That was handled very poorly, but overall it was fine. And then people in other states are like, "Yeah, like we don't get it." Apparently, everyone hates him and is a dictator. And it's like all Murdoch media going mm. into state being like, "Oh, yeah, this guy." Apparently, you guys hate him. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no one's, no one's like. There's a minority of people who are like, "Dictator Dan and the five G towers are keeping us all down." Um, mm-hmm. Let's go outside now. And yeah. it, this was when we still had cases about people like, yeah, let, we don't have many. And it's like, but wouldn't it be better if we had none? And now we have none. So Yeah. No, nah, definitely. Uh, I've got made to Sydney the same. They're like, mate, what is going on down there? <laughs> like, Dan is competent. But uh, one thing I've noticed is because I've got friends who were like, buy into the whole dictator Dan thing. And it's been interesting seeing the smooth shift in their way of talking about it as the cases, as we got to zero and yeah. actually stayed there, which yeah. no one expected. And he's like, oh, but he's he's the worst. And I'm like, but it worked. And he's like, yeah, but see, okay, yes, this worked, but he shouldn't have done it in the first place by doing this stuff back then. I'm like, I feel like a month ago you were saying he shouldn't be locking people down. So this is bad. But now you're saying that this is fine, but it almost sounds like you're against the guy rather than any of the policy things that are involved here. And you've just updated what you're saying. Cause like a month ago, they're like, yeah, we should have just opened up. Right. It's yep. time to open up. But as soon as it opened up, everyone's like, yeah, okay, it worked. But what I was actually upset about was the fact that he made these mistakes at the start. It's like, okay, you're really like updating things to not actually change your opinion here. Yeah. 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 It's almost like we now just have two teams. And if you're on one team, the, the, the thing that the other team does is um, not great. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Also, have you noticed that your shirts and or bags are often lacking in pins from your good friends at Sans Pants Radio? Well, that's easily remedied by heading to our merch store on sanspantsradio.com and grabbing one of our pins. We have the Sans Pants Radio logo, an always bet on piss D20, and Jackson's face that is a replica of his legally binding signature. Sold separately or as a set of three? Check them out at our merch store over at sanspantsradio.com. I will say that um, from a point of view, though, of... Uh in a, in a sad version of hope, the whole conservative movement all around the world, because it's gone so extreme on that, and it just sells, the papers sell, and like the more extreme you are, actually, you got that smaller base, but they buy it and they consume it completely. Mm. It's slowly getting to the point where it's just so absurd <laughs> that it's really getting hard for people to maintain the position. Like the fact that, because they've sold so many big topics, they're like, okay, yeah, Corona's not real, climate change isn't real, um, you know, don't let billionaires have all the money in the world. It's like everyone's starting to be like, well, this just seems... Mm. It's going too far now. It's like, let's just at least say Corona's probably real. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, it'd be nice. It might be real. Like, it might actually be impacting people. Yeah, I remember... Just a little bit. Um, petite. Yeah. Um, petite. I remember looking mm. up one of those events that we had in our city where it was like, um, it was an anti-lockdown protest. And I remember looking into it and looking at the kind of people who were going and the people who, you know, when you make friends on Facebook and then you learn who they are. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's a delight. <clears throat> no, um, all right. So, a little bit of personal news for this from this boy this week. I mean, why am I sad? Why am I angry? This sounds and then related. A little bit. Why it does? <laughs> it'll, it'll, you'll find out why. Yeah. In one moment, uh, I guess it, it turns into being like I guess family dynamics. So, um, so my one of my wonderful brothers really wanted to go to that protest, Cass. Oh, he really wanted um, to. He really, really did. Um, and so, he, you know, he's, he's lives at like the uh, same property as my parents do. And my mother was like, "If you do that, don't come back." Good. That is a reasonable <laughs> so, response to take. I. There, so he didn't. He didn't. Mm. He didn't go. So, well okay. done, I guess. Okay. Uh, Mum real called his bluff. But see, then- that's such a, see, that's another example. That's one step to homelessness. Mm. See? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, but I'm then, he, probably defends then he uh, uh, linked me uh, on Facebook, and I think uh, I wasn't the only one. I think he just did it to literally every single person on, on his contact uh, list, like I sent a message. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. of uh, a video which was just someone sprouting anti-vax bullshit, like being oh. like, "This is what the new vaccine is," and they're not going to tell you this. What does all this mean? It's going to change your, your DNA. And what is this? Oh, it's got dead baby fetus in it. Can't have this. And so he linked me this fucking video. And, like, you, you can know the kind of video that it is. Oh, it's yeah. not even, like, a good video. It is someone uploaded them recording it on their phone and their phone is pointed at a screen. It is very funny. Huh. So it's like not only are you scientifically illiterate, you're kind of technologically illiterate it's gonna be well. hard to, Man, it's, there's so many fancy That's a double videos whammy, these days. Yeah. These guys, this, you know, got to lift your game. And so it was just this absolute kind of bullshit. Now, I, I, I know enough to know that I don't know shit. You know, I I yeah. I know enough of the world to know that I'm a big fucking moron and that there is so much out there that I don't know and that I often sprout bullshit and that there are a lot of people who are way cleverer than I. When I enter a room, I know that I am down the bottom in terms of smarts. And that's it's great to have that. 
because I'm like, I know shit and this is good. I, every day is a blessing because I'm surprised I haven't walked into traffic because I, <laughs> I lack object permanence. Um, so I know enough to know that I don't know anything. And so it's very frustrating to go, okay, what this person is sprouting is fucking nonsense. I cannot tell you exactly why, but I do know it is bullshit. And then the other person, i.e. a certain family member, is because he, he, he thinks he's, he knows a lot. I think there is a, a graph about this. Dunning-Kruger like, effect. Yeah. See? This is the Dunning-Kruger I know an, effect. I know enough to know that there is a graph, but I don't remember the name because I'm stupid. But that's the, that's you're also in effect of the Dunning Kruger effect. So it's the the you learn a little bit about the topic, and then you think you know, like you think you're more of an expert level. And then the more you learn about a topic, the more you realize you don't know, and then it goes the opposite way, and you think, oh, I know nothing. So that is uh, the reason for like imposter syndrome in a lot of people because they know they know so much that they know that there is so much to know. It's like if you go through uni, ah. you do like a first semester class of whatever intro you're doing, you're like, wow, there's, I know all so much about this. And then you go into your second and third years, you're like, I will never know all of this. There's no way I can ever know. And it feels almost hopeless, but that is because you learn how much you don't know and how much oh, knowledge there I is never, to have. I never thought about that impact from the uh, Dunning-Kruger on imposter syndrome. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Sam, it. Um, and so if you find yeah. yourself being like, man, I'm so fucking dumb, that's because you know something. Mm. So, Which is good, yeah. but also it means I, I I know that I can defer to other people. But that's the thing, like, don't you want to like we we can't all be an expert. We can't all know everything, and putting that pressure on any one person is atrocious. Which yeah. is you know you know you know same argument for defunding the police. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what about personal responsibility, Cass? Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, he and it was kind of like this. This video, this thing reeks of someone who doesn't know science trying to explain science. And it was just a very long argument, not even a long argument, just a very quick like you are, you know, you were meant to be smarter than this, be better. Uh, and then the response was like, "Fuck!" It was beautiful. It was just like, "Oh, I'm not putting this in my body." And I'm like, "I have smoke up, cunt. I have seen you smoke up in front of me, and not just fucking cigarettes." And he's like, "Whatever, blah blah." blah. And it just got into a wonderfully heated argument that I I, I blocked him, which I thought was the best thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but now my mum is mad at me. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably because now I now it's not a shared burden. I know. <laughs> I know. Like. I'm 34, he's 40, and our mum's mad at me. Yeah, but, but, do you know what I reckon it is? Because mm. he's no longer a shared burden. You blocked him. Now it's that's all on your mum. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I feel, I feel bad Which is cruel her. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> unintended. Point. Look, unintended consequence then, yeah. that like you're now she's copping it. But mm. like... I don't know what do you what are you meant to do when any one of your relatives and look this is coming I guess after after Thanksgiving where I know the the, the cliche is that sort of drunk uncle sprouting bullshit um, over a dinner table for the Americas yeah I don't know what how do you handle someone who is a close family member sprouting conspiracy bullshit because like this isn't the first time that he has been susceptible to conspiracy bullshit like there was one i came very close to just completely cutting him out was uh, i don't know if you remember this when sandy hook happened 
Um, mm. So there was a big conspiracy being like it didn't happen. It was all just like fake actors and, you know, it was all just a conspiracy oh, for people to take yeah. their guns away mm-hmm. and like it just never happened at all and – I'm pretty sure Rush Limbaugh went to fucking court because of this because he 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 helped sprout this bullshit conspiracy theory. But he was like very much in believing of that conspiracy theory, and it, it made me so angry that I just had to just get up and leave the room when it happened. Uh, and it's just like I don't know how to handle someone that fucking stupid, you know. And maybe I'm being very angry because I'm just like You're angry. maybe stupid <laughs> isn't the right word. I just I I Emotional. don't know how to handle someone who is that susceptible to these conspiracy um i guess theories it's kind of like you know when we you know when you watch um those wonderful conspiracies uh documentaries about yeah. the, the, the flat earthers oh my as God. i don't i genuinely don't know how how to approach someone if they if they say anything like this apart from being like you're a fucking idiot and leaving and I don't know if that's me. That's like just shutting down a conversation and proving them, like you know, them right or whatever. But like to me, there is a problem of, of you know everyone being in our own bubble. Mm-hmm. And 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 yes, I'm you know guilty of that. But for me and my own sanity and my own mental health, I don't want to engage in that. I don't. Yeah. I just want to leave the situation. And is it making it better? And I don't know. My my. And my parents were just like, why didn't you just ignore him? And I'm like, yes, I could have. That's true. But now it's like the onus is on me to, to kind of ignore someone yelling about something that is potentially harmful. And that's not fair. I've, I've thankfully never had that kind of situation. I've definitely had disagreements over things with family members. Mm. And initially, initially I did react like defensively and angrily because they were saying things that were harmful and really hurtful. And I was just in shock and being like, how can, how can someone think this? And then sort of read more about uh, the way people sort of argue and have these discussions and the way that people often react as if, if so, it's like that uh, there's a, I've forgotten what the, the phenomenon is, but it's if you have a belief and someone challenges it because it's a belief that you have, it you, I don't. It almost you almost believe it's stronger as a defense mechanism, like on mm. the offset. There's there's an example they use. If someone remembers it, please tweet us in. But uh, the it's like the George Washington thing where they're like George Washington had wooden teeth, and people are like yeah yeah yeah, and they're like they were slave teeth, and mm. they were actually slaves' teeth, and people would be like oh no no they weren't, even though they have no proof, and he legitimately had slaves' mm. teeth in his mouth, but because it's a belief that he was like a good person, people mm. don't believe it and get more defensive straight away. And they almost feel like angry as, as a reaction. I don't know how to really describe mm. it, but yeah, it, I, I've, I've seen it happen. It's a stress response. Your brain actually yeah. does that. It treats an mm. argument the same way a brain treats a threat. A threat to an argument is the same. Your brain reacts to the same way as a threat to an animal, like a bear yeah. running at you and someone <laughs> actually threatening you from an argument point of view. Your brain's actually, the stress response that kicks in can cause people to react in the same way in terms of how they like stress about it, how their brain shuts down. Yeah. Not actually engaging less in anything else because it becomes panic mode. It's like, how do I deal with this threat now? So it's like that kind of, hmm. if you think about it like that, that's actually yeah. a proven thing about it. Yeah. So. Well, that's sort of what I was sort of looking at. And it's like, okay, so me getting upset and trying to be like, you know, why do you think this? And trying to argue against a person about like, this is why you should think it. 
it's like that won't ever actually help. And I've spoken about this before, where if you are overwhelmed by a feeling, your brain starts shutting parts off and it starts with your frontal lobe, and which is where all your logic and reasoning and short-term memory is. So it doesn't go well. And quite often it is not possible to reason with someone if you're both in that state, if you have are having quite like a overwhelmed reaction to it. So mm. for me, yeah. for me, I've had a couple of <laughs> approaches. One is like being really like being trying to be really calm and trying to talk about it in a really like more like asking questions sort of a way to be like, okay, yep. well, what about this? But that can also suck if you know the kind of answers you're going to get. And then the other one is simply being like, okay, we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that to me is like this, this is problem because like I yeah. know enough to know that everything that's been sprouted by this person posting this video is a lot of bullshit because I just don't have the medical training or anything or the scientific training to like articulate why what they are saying is dumb as shit. Mm. And it is very infuriating because I'm just like, because I don't know, they're going to take that as they're being right and that they just are going to then sprout this more and more. Oh, I've, I've had that as well. Someone being like, hey, this, the thing you're talking about, there are alternate ways to do it. And they're like, explain how. And I'm like, but I, I can't. That's not something I'm an expert in. I can't go into all this fine detail you're asking for. Then they're like, well, you can't say that then. I'm like, no. Like, I, oh, my God. Mm. And see? And now your front lobe shuts down. Yeah. So. Um, you get I, angry. So I deal with this. I've been I've been having a little hobby over uh, <laughs> quarantine, which oh, yeah. is uh, arguing with people who take these kind of crazy positions to actually work out ways to tackle this because oh I'm actually God. intrigued by how to do it. So, like, what are the angles to do it? Because, like, yes, I can be contrarian in fun with friends where I'm trying to make them get like it's enjoyable getting the reaction, also hashing it out that way. But in terms of trying to convince someone like that, you got to go in a completely different reaction to deal with it. And like one of the ones I. I am relatively well read in this stuff and also in terms of like the political theory behind it and the philosophy behind that. And I've read a few books and all that stuff and how it's like influenced how things had, how it's happened over time, how different countries have dealt with it. Even like the, the philosophers who then get their stuff go out of vogue and come back with corporate interest on all this stuff back to front, um, which isn't useful in terms of like, it's not from a haha gotcha way. It's just my way of understanding what's going on. So then when these people start saying this stuff, I'll never go on it from an aggressive point of view because I'm always just like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's how I'll always yeah. go. Like, I'm not going to mean I'll be like, okay, let's, let's look at that. Let's, what do you mean by that? Let's go. And then I'll always just always, cause it always gets so dumb so quickly <laughs> for you to then be able to point out to them what's wrong. And then like, I feel it's easier to let go of an argument when the person's so clearly stupid, like in, when they when their reaction, when you get to the point where like what they're saying is so silly, then it's almost like, okay. And then like, so when you were saying how like the argument keeps going, Mm-hmm. Joel, with your uh, with your brother, whatever. It's like that. Always, that never happens to me because I always get to the point where the person stops talking to me. Because <laughs> and I'm never getting upset. I'm just like, what do you think? Okay, so let's do that. Because usually, <laughs> partially because I'll go so deep that I go into the psychology of the person and the reason they've taken that position. I'm like, why do you think you're feeling this? Mm. Why do you want? Like, why are you taking this? And like, because this seems like an emotional reaction, probably because of this or this, or maybe you've gotten this. Like, I'll go into that level of depth with them, like breaking down them as a human being for why they're taking this position which can work to at least make them not able to argue with you but it is a 
it's a lengthy process, and uh, you got to be very polite the whole way because yeah, that it looks could crazy what you're doing. Really horrible. And, oh yeah, no. Even the people who agree with you are like, "Ooh, this is rough," because like you're really laying bare their issues in a way. But like, and which is why it won't work straight away. And it's got to come from a position of like niceness. So even there's one specifically I've done on Facebook heaps of times now, and every time it ends with him just stopping talking to me. But then he keeps coming back the next time with another thread. But every single time, he's like, what do you mean? And again, it's something just not talking to me. And uh, with him, I'm like, outside of that, I'm like sending him now little videos, which I think might be a good way to ease him into mm. my side of things. Because the funniest thing about these conspiracy theorists, I'll be honest with you, there's such a big conspiracy going on yeah. out in the open where billionaires are rigging a whole system to make sure that no one... Uh, funds t- takes their taxes while at the same time taking money away from the poor because apparently when you give nothing to the poor people, that's how they'll work hard. But if you tax rich people at all, that'll make them lazy. And somehow that's that works in a way. Mm. Somehow that makes psychological sense. difference makes works. Makes sense. Sure yeah. and, it's, and it's working. You know, how, yeah. you know how well the society is at the moment? Oh, my yeah. God. This is the peak, so like, yeah? This is what the dinosaurs yeah, died for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, Facebook, it's great. Yeah, Instagram, you, can, you can't even post things anymore. All you can do is buy stuff on the shopping thing. It's working. Capitalism, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, so that's uh, – so going down that part, because it's like, why do the people like it? What defensive things they have? And, like, I'm trying to win them over to realize the real conspiracy that's going on open in the air. We're bidding as a funding political groups and making up philosophy, philosophers and retaking their ideas to convince people of just some wild, crazy shit and that, like, angle of things. Which uh-huh. is fun. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get to that. That is that is a long play. What, what conspiracy do you mean? Or is it just like things that are out, out in the open? <laughs> yeah, it's the not conspiracy not that even, is the world. But it's not even a conspiracy. There's, oh. that's, it's just like, that's just this kind is of like happening. how the world is operating. Yeah, yeah, yeah? that's what I'm saying. But that, if you that frame it that, as a conspiracy. <laughs> it is, in a way. Is like, it? Is it? Well, it, well, no. What, what What's the definition of a conspiracy? I don't even know what. I thought I thought a conspiracy I just think of it as a like no oh, yeah. one actually knows about it, but yeah, uh, nice. I also don't so know if you've got a conspiracy so. to rob a, you could have a conspiracy to like rob a bank, wouldn't you? Where it's like someone's on the inside and someone's rigging or whatever. Like that's You're conspiring, yeah, yeah. Like that's a, you can have a conspiracy for a lot of things. I, mean, I, I just think this one's just out in the open, but it's still a conspiracy where people are using their inordinate power to benefit themselves and structure things so that they don't they maintain that power. Yeah, but you say that, and then everyone's like, "But that's just how everything works." <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like also, that's what you got to try to fight against. What is like like the golden rule? He who has the gold makes the rules. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that, like the classic one, yes, because there's like like one of my ones as well is uh, anti-government stuff. Being like, you realize that a government is just a big group of body that has power. So like a corporation is just a government as well. Yes. So if you're going to have someone be in charge, wouldn't you rather someone that you vote in and then they keep in line all the other governments? Yes. Like that's the whole issue here. Like as yes. in. So one of the big ones I was good is like, do you like, do you know why kings are bad? <laughs> and even that concept to people is like, no, it's because they're, <laughs> it's like, why are kings bad? Why are they actually bad? Because a good king's good. Yeah. A good king's great. Good the best king thing you great. could possibly have in the world. But why are they actually historically bad? Like that, that line of argument, just mm. get them to start thinking outside of what, whatever. Well, it's as well like the, what you've been talking about, George, is what, getting people to question why they believe what they believe. But I think that's a good practice for everyone to do. Like I- I'm unsure if I've spoken specifically about looking at the sociology of science on this particular podcast. Have I? Oh, no, so, I don't know. You're using so, words I haven't heard. So it's, so it's this concept of, and again, I don't know nearly enough about it to talk on it, but looking at- <laughs> But here we are, babe. But here we are. Good. 
So looking at looking at uh, science. So when we think of what science is conceptually, we think of doing experiments and getting an irrefutable answer as to what something is. Like it's black and white. It's yes or no. Like that's the scientific process. Like that is what science is meant to be. It's what we're aiming for. And that is what we want out of science. But if you look throughout history, what we consider right and wrong has changed. And if you ask people why, hey, why don't you believe that anymore? It's like, oh, we've got like, quote unquote, better science. We've got better evidence. We've got more knowledge of what is real. And again, like that is what it should be. But the fact is people are believing things that are wrong before they're proven wrong because we think they're right. So there is a sociological aspect to it that I think it's really important to consider as to why people believe things. So like uh, the person who explained this to me used alchemy as an example. Like alchemy was widely believed, like turning different things into gold. And that was believed because kings did it and they employed people to do it. It was a position of power had shown this as a thing that was viable. So people believed it was true. And it's really valuable to look through all the things we have believed previously and understand what were the things that led us to believe it because they weren't actually true. And if the experiments that we had that showed that they were true weren't actually correct, you know, what happened? What are the things that led to it? And applying that to what we believe now is really important. And we have things like when people believe anti-vax people and Mm. flat earthers and all these things that if we're on the other side of it, we're like, no, the science is proving that it's correct. And they are looking at other sources and they're saying, no, the science is proving that it's incorrect and it's it's not working. Everyone on both sides is believing science in a way and they're believing what they believe to be a correct black and white right wrong thing uh, so I mean, like but that that argument suggests not because i don't know I, I you might be just rubbing me like where i'm hearing a phrase which just makes me feel that because like i hear that believe science like no no i don't believe in anything george's front line be shutting down <laughs> but i'm all like there's there's like a set amount of scientists that i'm going to trust who are in reputable journals that we fly planes based yeah. on their same science. So we're going to trust them on this. So exactly. it's like, you're not believing it because that you're believing this guy over here. Who's got a blog and nothing else. So but, I wouldn't put them on the equal weighting of believing in science. No, if you but, know what I mean. But that's, that's the thing I'm trying to say. So you and I will have people we believe and we have reasons that we believe in those people. And you and I would be able to articulate why we believe certain people and why we believe certain sources. But on the flip side, we've got other people who are going to believe things that are exactly the opposite to us, who are going to say that vaccinations kill people or cause autism. I don't even know what they're saying at the moment. And they're going to say that 5G towers are hurting us. Mm -hmm. And they have a set of sources that they believe is true. And they have all these reasons for believing these people and not believing other people. And I think it's still a really valuable exercise to understand why people are believing what they believe and why they don't believe other sources. And I think it's I think it's also something that we should do. I think every person should do it. Look at what, what they believe. Look at why they believe it. Actually have a think about why they believe the things you believe. And sometimes it's really weird. Like, I know there are things in my life that I'll be like, oh, you know, I if I'm sick, I eat, like, if I eat a lot of chili, I'm like, that'll help. I don't know if it'll help. Do, what yeah, sweat it down. Like, yeah, yeah. Get the body working. But, oh, you do so have a thing of, know, like, though. your idea of, like, you know, um, you're feeling you. bad. You just have to add a lot of vegetables to things. Yeah, and I know there are things in yeah. my life that I do where if I'm not feeling great, I know it's placebo. 
but I know that, you know? I'm like, okay, <laughs> if I'm if I'm having a shit one, I'm like, eat a bunch of vegetables, go for a big walk, see a friend and drink some water. And I'm like, mm. if that doesn't fix it, we're moving on to stage two. But like we <laughs> we cover the groundwork and you know, I can go like into why I believe those things, you know. The, <laughs> like- that's the thing, it's like, okay, I believe those things because I'm going to I'm going to check on my health. I'm going to make sure I've got adequate vitamins. I've eaten a lot of vegetables. I'm going to make sure I've been active with my body because I know that helps me. I've got, you know, see friends because I know I'm a really social person. But then, you know, other things like I'm just trying to think of other things. So I know there are there are things where I'm like, oh, you know, this like someone taught me this once and I think it works for me. And no, I don't have any mm-hmm. like peer-reviewed scientific journal that's going to back this up, but I believe it. But I know why I believe it. And if, you know, if I'm recommending this to someone else, I'm going to be like, this works for me, it might not work for you or whatever, but I know. And then there are other things where I'm like, hey, someone who has got a degree taught me this. I believe Uh them because I know that they've put in the effort and they've put in the work and they've done all the research. So I believe, oh, like my thing on Diet Coke, that episode that we did where we spoke to a dietitian. Mm -hmm. I had been taught that drinking Diet Coke was, like, bad for you because it had all these weird chemicals in it. Mm-hmm. And I was taught that by a family member. And I believed mm-hmm. it because that's what they told me. And then we did that episode and the dietitian who was in was like, oh, it, not if you have just in Diet Coke. If You would have to drink so much Diet Coke for those chemicals to actually have a negative effect <laughs> on you. It's fine to drink Diet Coke. And I was like, oh, well, I've changed my mind because I know this person. I know they've done the research. I now don't feel like a Diet Coke is a dangerous thing. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair enough. It's, 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 I guess it's like who you trust and who you go to. And yeah, but also understanding yeah, that I, other I people have their believe, reasons I just for trusting like, people too. Yeah, that's why I feel like I, that's why I guess it's catching up with me because it might be just definitions of what the word believe means. Because like, yeah, I believe if I drop something, it's going to fall to the ground. But I feel like it's <laughs> it's based on more than like. As in, if I'm using that as, as the same version as I believe, like, oh, my dreams were fun last night. Like, as in, it's two very different things. So but I feel like the word I know what you, like I know so what you I rarely mean, believe anything. If you know what I mean, but that's the difference. So when when you and I are talking about something that has irrefutable proof, we're talking about you know things like gravity existing, right? Mm-hmm. But what we, the sources we go to, the what we trust and believe, it's it's like if you hooked if you hooked you up to a lie detector, George, and you were like, do vaccines work? And you were like, yes, it would come up as true. And if you hooked up an anti-vaxxer to a lie detector and they said, do vaccines work? And they said no, it would also come up as telling the truth. I, yeah, but that's not. Like that doesn't make them equally valid as positions or as e- equally grounded in something. Like, as oh in no, the, I'm not, I'm that's not where, saying I guess that's where the I'm confusion saying... comes from because one believes it's true, but I know it's true based on everything, and which could change tomorrow. So yes, it is yeah. still belief in the terms that it could be changed tomorrow, but it's yeah. it's grounded in something. I'm not, I'm not trying to two. say that we yeah. need to give a platform to people who have <laughs> beliefs. Well, it sounds that are, like no. Oh my god, no! It's not saying that people who <laughs> are believing really harmful things need a platform and should be mm. equally heard. Because no, they will hurt yeah. people, <laughs> and it's yeah, not I, no. safe. I, I just, it's just, but I just worthwhile thinking yeah. about why they think it instead of being like, "Oh, you're stupid." Oh, 100%. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I mean by like, because the way you're going with it almost does go to that point of like, oh, well, I guess we just, you know, mm. you got your thing, I got mine, but luckily, you know, it's going in the right direction. But it's like, I, that's why I always come back to people with that because I'm like, no, why makes you think that? Because if we go f- <laughs> yeah. further down with it, you'll always find where the disconnect is. And it's pretty obvious a lot of the time where the disconnect is between what they're saying and mm. how they view other things. Yeah. Like obviously just anything which involves uh, a double standard, that's always the most yeah. obvious. But like, that's why the do you thing. think that like, there, that's, this here? You're doing the same thing. You're going down the line to find out why they believe what they believe. Mm. 
Yeah, but that's because I don't think that what they're believing is based on. They're not drawing conclusions correctly. They're just believing stuff without. So that's why I was like, almost like, I draw conclusions. I don't have beliefs. I draw conclusions based on stuff that's there, which and those conclusions are there and they're quite fixed. But as soon as you come along tomorrow and prove why the conclusion mm. is inaccurate because it's something, I will change my conclusion. So it's not a belief; it's a conclusion based on everything. And they would say the same thing, but I'm like, yeah. So let's test your like reason for that conclusion. And I don't think it's going to be a sound, which means you should be able to let it go because I'll throw I'll throw mine out tomorrow. Well, I think this is the the problem, and I, I, maybe for me, maybe maybe I'm just assuming too much. Is that when dealt with, say, other proof or other sort of things to kind of come to a different conclusion, mm. they tend to refute that. Yeah. So, like, I remember w- watching a documentary about like someone who was a, a 9/11 um, conspiracy person, and then then they he was very much like a uh, very much you know like ah oh, the government did this blah blah blah. And uh, they they took them and like they showed them a lot of like evidence, let's say, and and you know kind of we talked to people and blah blah blah, and in doing that they were able to can you know switch positions and be like oh no what I was doing was horrible what I was doing was like harassing you know people who had lost loved ones mm. and what I what I've done is is pretty bad and so came out and was like I yeah I I was wrong and this was bad and we should stop and then he became part of the conspiracy yep yeah and yes. and, and that's what I'm just like there there is no and maybe as I come from a defeated like a defeatist um perspective and maybe I'm just like I don't I don't want that in my life I don't want to be Arguing, 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 or kind of being like, oh, or go down the George Road. Where it's like, okay, let's just let's, let's let's see. Why do you believe that? Why do you think that? Why do you think this? Why do you think this? To 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 end up where it is just going to be, they are not going to change their opinion. They're not <laughs> going to change their mind. They're not going to see anything and just kind of dig their heels in. And so I'm like, well, then why bother? I g- and uh, I, like- I give up. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say, uh, in terms of that, I think uh, that's why something with Facebook is actually really helpful because you can do soft versions of that before maybe doing it in real life where you learn how to – because like, I definitely got caught up the mm. first few times I was arguing with him. I would get a bit more of a reaction. Mm. But then that slowly went away with like practice, I guess, essentially in a safe, controlled environment because, yeah, it's very hard at the start to not get caught up, especially when you're like, oh, my God, we're so fucked as human beings. <laughs> Like that's just like a yeah. Because that's sort of how I'm feeling at the moment. Because again, it's not you know my particular family member that is making this video and sprouting it. It's it's his either finding it or someone is giving it to them. Yeah, and then he is then passing it on to other people. And sure, hopefully you're either going to get people like myself who either like rise up and be like, "You fucking idiot, what the fuck," or say like my mother who is like, "Just ignore it and will ignore it." But then on the flip side, you're going to get someone be like, "Oh my god, is that true?" and believe it. Mm. Mm. And then it's just going to be like, and that that was sort of my argument of like, no, I don't want to ignore it because, mm. you know, what if they get somebody who is that in that moment of time is susceptible to some information? Then like, oh my god, the the government isn't telling us something, or people are conspiring, and I don't want that, and therefore it's bad. And then they don't, you know, get vaccine, like you know, uh, vaccinated, or they don't do something, and then that leads to other harmful shit. Mm-hmm. And then that's the kind of thing where I'm like, there needs to be a line that we can be like, what you're doing is very harmful to you, not just yourself. Because I think this was what my mm. mother was sort of talking about, where it was like, who is he hurting? He's just hurting himself. No, he's going to hurt like, a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. There are some things, yes, where if he believes the earth is flat or he believes in fucking aliens or whatever it mm. is, or he believes in Sasquatch. Now, if you believe in fucking Sasquatch, that's great. 
There's, that's that's a harmful little happy thing that you can be like, ah, oh, yeah, there's a squatch over there, and he's up to some mischief, and that's kind of fun, and then that's what you, you know, that's not going to harm anybody. You know, that 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 right there is like, okay, cool, you just believe in some kind of woodland ape good for you. But if you start believing in like anti-vax and then you go and have kids or you try and convince other like family members or friends to not vaccinate themselves or, or loved ones, or then you're having other kind of weird bullshit kind of like panic. Like look at like, you know, you know, the, the Pizzagate bullshit that happened a while back, or maybe even is still happening if you're if you're a uh, kind of delve into the QAnon crap, where all this kind of uh, I think the the it's basic struggling hard now though the basic gist was that there was like the Democratic Party was something to do with child pornography, all about pedophile out of, ring, out of yeah. or like a pedophile ring out of one pizza joint, which was all bullshit. But it got to the point where someone went with a gun and attempted to shoot up the place, or no, did no, shoot up the place. No, he just demanded, "I want to see the basement." Which and he had a, have a basement, and he had a gun. Yeah, yeah, he had a gun. Yeah, and so it's just like from this dumb fuck conspiracy theory, you then have real world consequences. Mm. And like you have this back, I think it was in the eighties, where uh, like a, a, a woman who was who desperately needed help, like a, a very sad life, who was like alcoholic and schizophrenic, but she started this whole satanic panic from this one school, and I think they got it shut down. It was like, I forget the name of it. Again, I know enough to know that I don't know everything about it, but I know the very vague gist yeah. about it, where it was just like, you know, the school got shut down. All these people either went to jail or, um, you know, lost their jobs. And it cost, you know, several million dollars in just and like years of court trials. And it and it just it proved that it was nothing. It was all just bullshit. It was all just someone just kind of making up a lie and or or believing something that just wasn't true. Yeah. To the point where I think the 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 governor in charge or like, you know, whoever was in charge of it all got like people from like an archaeological society to help like excavate the the school to try and find these basements, these underground tunnels. Jesus, and they just it just nothing was there. Nothing was there, and and amazing. And the thing is, when that happening, like nothing is there. It's like ah, they must have hidden it, or it must have been somewhere yeah. else, or it, and they kind of go from one like shitty conspiracy when that's kind of disproven they go fucking somewhere else that's that's and, the thing that's like what's you, just you have something me challenged and then you get more defensive it's um if any listeners haven't watched uh behind the curve oh my god what a documentary on flatter what a documentary oh my god i haven't seen it a, i got to watch it oh george you haven't seen it no, you're in for a treat. Oh my god, I'm excited for future George. It is, <laughs> and, but you, but you watch these people do the same thing. They, you watch these people get so close to mm. realizing, mm. and then immediately flip around and be like, oh no, but that's not true. And it's like, oh my god, you so nearly got out. Like you so nearly, because <laughs> like, you can see them thinking yeah. and constructing <laughs> a thought process where they're like, oh, okay, it's brain so deep, if that, deep programming born. <laughs> like yeah. one of the one of the women in the thing is this conspiracy theorist and she has people making up conspiracies about her so that she's like a shill or a honeypot. I can't remember, but she- Honeypot. Honeypot. So she's, she's a honeypot. So she goes through this whole line of reasoning about the things that people make up about her, realizing that because of the way conspiracy theorists are, that she's never, ever going to be able to disprove the theories about her because there's always going to be a way to explain 
what it is and she can't disprove anything. She's tried to give proof and everyone's like, oh, well, the proof that you've given could have been doctored. So she's like, I can never actually mm. disprove this. And she's like, and then it makes me think, is this what I'm like? Is this what I'm like? And, like, and then she on, says, no. Come on, draw that conclusion. Draw that. <sighs> she's like, she's like <laughs> no, so but I know I'm different. I know that mm. I believe the right amount of conspiracy theories. Oh, my God, yeah. please watch it. It's so satisfying. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, it's that thing. That- it's like, no, but now it's at a point where you're going to hurt people. And you just, yeah. but it's it's so tricky because when you're already in a conspiracy theory thing, and that's why this documentary is so good. They show all of the ways that you can try and prove something and then it doesn't work because mm-hmm. it just it just never it never takes and doesn't matter how much proof you are shown with like literally please watch it it does not matter how much proof these people are shown oh no 100 <sighs> like that's actually where like that's why a lot of time i have these arguments if i was doing it in person i'd probably go and this is where the person that's why people don't want to talk to me because i go way <laughs> too deep with it but one of the other ones is like do people understand how the brain works <laughs> Yeah. Like how a brain works. And like that point to get across to people being like, just get them to comprehend the idea that the brain is such a shitty piece of hardware that is prone to so many errors and blocks out what you don't want to hear and has all this stuff in it, which makes you just like getting people to kind of grasp that. I feel like it's maybe a starting point because anyone who gets that, you can't be that confident in anything if you realize just yeah. how shitty the brain is in general. Like that, that, that kind of, that's another angle that I would use to. Mm. in a long-term one-on-one real-life conversation. That and the fact that there's no such thing as left and right hemispheres? Politically. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant, you know, for the hands and stuff. Yeah, I thought it no, brain. That'd, that'd be big bold. <laughs> there's no such thing as left This is the conspiracy right I'm hands. talking about, guys. There's no left and right, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, as a fun fact, um, other societies don't use uh, like egocentric ways. So when we, when we tell directions, mm. we're like go left or go right. And when we talk about directions, we talk about them in relation to like us, where it is. Mm-hmm. Other societies don't have that. They're just like north, south, east, west. Oh, so yeah, you're like, right. where is it? You're like north. south. There's so no, there's no one that's, there's no. What is this society of pigeons? From the Isn't there something like that with tenses as well? Like there are certain cultures, or there's like a culture around that doesn't have like a either a present tense, or they don't have a future tense, or a past tense, or something like that. And so yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah, that might have been in some small tribe or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's no sense of whatever it is, so it's either going to be like blah or blah, and like again. I don't have to know I don't know it, but I know I vaguely re- re- can recall it. So it's just kind of, yeah, man, so Someone look that up. Yeah, someone <laughs> tell else. Me. Well, Indonesian doesn't really have, in the same way that other languages do. So if I'm like, if I wanted to say, you know, I ran or I'm going to go mm. running, like we change the words, but Indonesian is like, I've already run, I will run. <laughs> But like the words don't change, they don't have the yeah, tenses right. in the same way that we do. Language mm. is wild. Language yeah. is wild. <laughs> I guess it does really affect how we think as well. What a hot take by me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I remember like like uh, yeah, someone sort of talking about like is it languages that are tonal. You have more people with perfect pitch. Um, oh, that rules. Makes sense. Again, very cool. Mm. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I guess we're, we're all affected by literally everything. Everything comes back to the brain you're born with <laughs> and the situation you grew up in. This guy gets it. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George. I've been Cass. Yeah, no, we're still fine. Enjoy the arguments, guys. <laughs> 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 
Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put somewhere in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.